Fred Film Radio from Berlin International Film Festival Germany. Fred Film Radio from the 74th edition of Berlinale. I'm Federica Scarpa and today I'm in company of Mamadou Ja, director of Demba in the Encounter section. Welcome. Thank you Federica, thank you for your time. First of all, can you introduce your film Demba for our listeners? So Demba is a movie from Senegal. Uh it follows the main character called Demba who is about to retire and Demba has lost his wife uh almost two years ago and he cannot move beyond that loss. Demba is a person who's grieving his wife and is also getting ready to retire so there are so many things changing and the community is getting together to try and make him transition and uh, he is getting closer to his adult son who has never been close to. I've read that the idea of this film came from a question you asked yourself how can a society that doesn't have a word to define depression deal with it can you tell me something more about that yes so when i was 13 years old i lost my mother uh, in matam the town where the film was shot so that's where i was born that's where i grew up and then i knew it was a difficult time for me and then later when i went to the us because i teach at the university in the us during the pandemic i was working on this script and i wanted to talk to a therapist and because it's free for me with my insurance so i started talking to one and then soon enough it became talking about parents talking about loss talking about grief and then one thing is like when i described those moments the therapist let me know that it was depression and depression was part of grieving as grieving there are different phases and one of them is depression and uh, my question became very legitimate so if everyone in my society my siblings and people i know who or lost loved ones went through depression how did they deal with it because we don't have a name for it not in my knowledge but we had something very to describe it so how do you go from something how do you heal about it how do you deal with it in a longer term so that's how the script started One of the most essential elements of the of the film is the relationship between Demba and uh, his son and uh, it makes me think about that moment in life when uh, we as son and sons and daughters become let's say parents of our parents and we start to take care of them uh it, was it one of the ideas of your film too Of course that's all one of the idea like the idea that Demba is now getting older that the son is taking care of him so it definitely starts up and up on a scene where the kids tells him you promise to behave because he knows now his dad is no longer that person and also grieving is that's also part of grieving like you grieve somebody who's dead but you be, you grieve also you grieve also somebody who is getting older the father you knew who was able to pick you up the father you knew who would run faster than you the father you knew who would open a can for you if you couldn't now it's all the opposite so you're grieving that father you know because their body is changing their mind is changing so it's also a loss in that way so the son bajo knows he's losing losing his dad and that dad knows he's losing part of himself and the son is becoming something else so the loss of the mother that missing that missing link is creating a bigger connection between father and son too when we face a grief how important is you know the the family around us but also the the people in general that stay around us to face the the grief and it's a thing that it's uh, universal let's say so this is the movie is also like exploring the 
indigenous local ways of dealing with grieving. Grieving is a community murder in my community still in Senegal. So as I said, I've been spending a lot of time in the U.S. now. I see people, neighbors, people I know grieving, and they do it by themselves because people don't come together to do it. So this is also like comparing in some ways. So a community coming together to help you grieve, that was my experience also as a person. When I lost someone, the community came together, people stepped in. They're helping with whatever you need. And that's also what I wanted to show. Like, of course, we talk about depression. Of course, we talk about grieving. We talk about mental health. But we talk a lot about the Western way of dealing with it. What we do forget or we don't mention enough is there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years of knowledge in those communities that people dealt with it. One of the examples that we see in the movie is when you lose a loved one in that community, everyone who comes to present the condolences asks you, how did it happen? So you tell the story of your loved one who died. How did they die? So the more you do it, the more you become aware of it. You're getting it out. And this is something that's existed for centuries. So the movie is also like giving back to that community what they gave me as a kid. They gave me that support. They gave me that help. They gave me that uh, safety net. So it's also talking about those indigenous ways of getting people safer when they get into those experiences. This is your second movie uh, set in uh, Matam, right? Uh, why the decision to continue to explore stories there? Because, you know, when you're born in a, you're born in a some place and then you grew up there, most of your memories are from there. And this is also a movie about grieving parents, the parents are lost in that city. And the actor's mother, the main actor who played Demba, his mother and mine used to be real close friends in real life. So we both went to the experience of grieving our mothers. So the, this it was very important because early on, when I know the script was about grieving, about a, a man that age, I knew it was him, even though he's not a professional actor. The first time he was, he had a smaller uh, thing uh, in the first the first movie, not his father, and now he's playing the main character. And the second thing is like, this is my hometown. I feel safe there. And also just because we don't have like so much uh, means to make movies. So it's also writing as a producer. You're thinking like, how can I write something that I can do? And in my hometown, I know it's just, it's just a bigger village. So I know who to talk to. For instance, we get the city hall for a week. The actual mayor gave us his office for a week that we could film there. So we know where to go if we needed something that was just very helpful. And the old actors are people I know because the script was very flexible. So the idea was to get people, to get the characters close to the real people so they could play it. So going back is always something because the experience and the inspiration is still from there. It's like you have a, a community there, a, a, a troop even out the troop, let's say. I, we have definitely a community and a troop because we always like, everyone knows we're shooting. You know, when we are there, everybody is like happy to see us. I mean, the first days they're very excited. People come and watch and then they watching and it's like action. It's just someone walking down the street and then you say cut and then at the end they get bored. But they're still like helping. They're still like supporting it. Like you would say someone walking by and tell another person, yeah, silence, but they're shooting in the shop. Or silent, they're shooting inside the house. So it's very like it's a community based and we're happy that two people from Matam are here for the festival, for the premiere, two actors who never been in Europe, who never traveled. So they're here to represent the movie. So this is something we are very proud. So they're going to go back and share their experiences. So maybe the next movie is going to be easier. Are you going to continue to... I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to shoot the next one. Who knows? But I know I have a lot of memories and a lot of stories. And uh, it's a community that we haven't talked much about. 
and stories and nuanced stories, not only talking about the amazing things, but talking also about the challenges. Because what I think is important in movies is to talk about the day-to-day life. I'm not interested in like making, you know, not stars, not, I don't know, success stories. I just want to talk to people like you and me mm-hmm. who want to go to work, have a good day of work, get a better salary, a better car, sleep well at night, have a, have a weekend and not work on Sundays. Um, Can you tell me something about some technical choices you made regarding the the photography of uh, your film? Because I had the feeling that there were difference between you know the moments of reality the the memories of Demba, uh, his visions, how you work with uh, this thing. So, uh, Sheldon Chow, who is the DOP, who was, who I went to NYU together, he and I always talk a lot about movies, like while I'm writing. And he also shot all the movies I did. He shot my first short film, he shot my, the feature film, he shot shooting this, he shot this, this one, he's probably gonna shoot more and more. So we already work together a lot. So the idea of Demba is not to follow him just as a character, but to try to be in his head. So there are flashbacks, there are illusions, but we never give you a clue. It's not, there is not black and white. There is no like going back, those things. You have to follow and know what this person is going through because that's also my experience in real life. I'm sitting here talking to you and a memory in my mother comes in my brain. I cannot do anything about it. I cannot decide where it comes. And I can talk to you and the memory of the, my grandmother that I loved could come to me at a moment of happiness or a moment of joy. It doesn't matter where I am. So this idea is to bring Demba to that. So his brain, his thinking, his way of dealing with life is very foggy. So that's why sometimes so we play a lot with the focus. So Demba is out of focus in his mind. So we try to mimic that because that is like, how does he feel? How is he perceiving things? And he doesn't know what reality is. He loses touch with reality. And then at some point, even the viewer could be a bit like, okay, what is happening now? Because that's how we want people to feel. Because the idea of this film is not to explain everything. And I take the responsibility and the full uh, risk of people, mostly Europeans or Western people, not understanding some of the parts. But because I know what's more important in the feeling. And because also I always think if an Italian makes a movie about Natale, Christmas, they won't tell me what Christmas is. But they expect me to understand it, even though I'm not Catholic, right? But the idea also for me to make a movie and then explain what everything is, then it loses everything. Because for me, the movies are made firstly for my people to watch. I don't want them to watch a movie and explain them what the movie is about. It would be so odd if an Italian made a movie, made a movie and explained into the movie what Christmas is, right? So that's also the idea. This is your second feature film, and I was wondering, as the, a director, do you feel that you have changed something in uh, your way to work since the first feature film? And uh, uh, what lessons did you learn from the first film that maybe you brought into your second? That's, that's a good question. I think we, I learned a lot. I learned more and more how collective this art is because it takes a village, as they say, to make a movie. So it's like eye-opening to know collaborators and to know people that we trust, like my company, my business partner. We have this company called Joy Didi, and we love working with the same people. 
like the same people we had doing the press last time, they're here. And also it's interesting to see also the mistakes we did last time because we tried to do everything by understanding the market, understanding how the things work. And we're just now more realistic, I think, like doing things the way we want to do it. And we are very grateful and humble that we can still make the movies we want to do by our own means, like being free into creating them. So it's always like a lessons to learn all the time. Mm. And we're going to learn more. And then I think the hardest part is distribution. How do you get your movie seen? How to get people like interested in it? And we're also learning that too. What's your thought about film festival? Because you're not new about festivals. I think festivals are very diverse. There are, there are this is an entire spectrum. What you appreciate here in Berlin is like local people coming to watch the movies. We did our premiere yesterday and the room was full. And more than the half of these people stayed for Q&As and they had amazing questions. And that's beautiful because and it's the first time that we brought this many cast at the festival. We never had four actors at the festival before. And these people like coming here, presenting their film, talking to people, experiencing what it is. I think it's a good idea. And also a festival is also it's a, it's kind of a passage obligé for independent filmmaking still. I mean, at least for us. And it has given us a lot. I mean, it's challenging to have to pay for the tickets and for the hotels of the actors. Spending is like a lot. But then at the end also, there is the other side, which are only in festivals you can have this. And starting in festival with Berlin means like the film can have a life and we can trust, we can hope that it's going to have a good life. Thank you very much, Mohamed. Thank you. Grazie mille. And this is Fred, the Festival Insider. Fred, Fred, Fred. 24-7 on Fred FM and smartphone app.